This episode of the MGMA podcast is brought to you by Walmart Business. It's the Walmart you love, now for business. Get everything you need for your staff and patients in one place. Enjoy big savings on health and safety products, cleaning supplies, over-the-counter medications, and much more. And don't forget the break room snacks. Create a free account today and start shopping at business.walmart.com. That's business.walmart.com. Hello, it's Friday, December 31st. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on the Omicron holiday surge. The holiday season didn't bring much relief for medical practices across the country. Rather, they were visited by the ghost of the COVID-19 pandemic's past. A December 28th MGMA stat poll asked medical practice leaders how their organizations have been affected by the arrival of COVID-19's winter surge. Here are some of the themes that emerged from this study. The surge in Omicron variant COVID-19 cases created new staffing headaches for many poll respondents many of whom already face shortages from difficult labor markets for medical assistants, front office workers, nurses, and more. Increased employee call-outs for exposure to coronavirus and confirmed COVID-19 cases forced some medical groups to close or reduce hours at some clinics, just as demand for COVID-19 tests and care spiked. Other practice leaders told MGMA that they've shifted staff away from ancillary services to support other areas of the organization to avoid longer wait times. Many practice leaders said they anticipate boosting their telehealth offerings soon to move more ambulatory office visits to virtual care, thereby expanding their access as more patients stay home due to illness or caring for family who are sick. The perfect storm of staffing shortages and increasing demand was described as a disaster by one respondent, and the pressure is intensifying feelings of burnout in the industry. As one poll respondent told MGMA, staff and providers are stressed to the max, and so am I. Our ability at MGMA to provide great resources, education, and advocacy depends on a strong feedback loop with healthcare leaders. To be part of this effort, sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. You sign up by texting STAT to 33550, or you can visit mgma.com slash STAT. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. Our next article looks at more Omicron news CDC releases emergency guidance for healthcare facilities to prepare for potential Omicron surge. With the growing number of COVID-19 cases from the Omicron variant, and consistent with current understanding of the disease trajectory, 
CDC is releasing updated guidance for isolation and quarantine for healthcare workers, decreasing their isolation time after infection with COVID-19. Additionally, CDC is releasing an update to guidance for contingency and crisis management in the setting of significant healthcare worker shortages. These updates provide healthcare facilities with the strategies to limit the effects of staff shortages caused by COVID-19 on patient care, and note that healthcare workers with COVID-19 who are asymptomatic can return to work after seven days with a negative test, and that isolation time can be cut further if there are staffing shortages. Also, that healthcare workers who have received all recommended COVID-19 vaccine doses, including a booster, do not need to quarantine at home following high-risk exposures. According to CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, as the healthcare community prepares for an anticipated surge in patients due to Omicron, CDC is updating our recommendations to reflect what we know about infection and exposure in the context of vaccination and booster doses. Our goal is to keep healthcare personnel and patients safe and to address and prevent undue burden on our healthcare facilities. Our priority remains prevention, and I strongly encourage all healthcare personnel to get vaccinated and boosted. To keep up with the latest government and regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. I'll leave you this week with an article on overcoming the burnout epidemic. This article first appeared on McKinsey.com. In this article, McKinsey's Global Publishing's Lucia Rahilly chats with Jennifer Moss of the Harvard Business Review. And they speak to Moss about her book, The Burnout Epidemic, The Rise of Chronic Stress and How We Can Fix It. In this book, Moss reveals that the real causes of burnout and how organizations can stop the chronic stress cycle that has an alarming number of workers suffer. As Moss says, burnout has been a problem for a long time. It was in 2019 that the World Health Organization identified burnout, workplace stress left unmanaged, as an occupational phenomenon. Burnout pre-pandemic, and this is overwork alone, was responsible for the deaths of 2.8 million people a year. When asked about how COVID-19 changed the conversation on burnout, Moss said, there's always a silver lining with any challenging event that happens in life. One of them would be that it's shown a light on burnout, but it's also helped us as employees and individuals because we faced our own mortality for the past 20 months. We chose how we want to live, who we want to be, and how we want to work. People are saying, I'm going to choose a different career, and I'm going to choose a different job. Because this is now a bottom line issue, employers have to respond. We're seeing more conversations around mental health at work. We're seeing more commitment to having well-being and burnout prevention be a part of strategy. In the future of work, there will be some benefit to swinging this pendulum really far in one direction. In combating stress and burnout, Moss says that one way is to change the culture where it becomes more of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. 
as she adds, part of that is just making sure that the narratives you're constantly using are positive. We should be saying, hey, you know that presentation that you did last week? It was so good. I took these two key points out of it and I brought them back to my team and what I saw was really valuable. I noticed my team working differently. They were more collaborative and I just wanted to thank you for that. Moss says, that's showing that you're empathetic. That's showing that you listened. That's showing that you're actually bringing this into the fold and into your work and it's making things better. For that person, your reaction has such long lasting impacts from a standpoint of their own sense of self-worth that continues to become part of this contagion effect, this network effect of high productivity, high sense of self-worth and value. Every boat is lifted when we behave that way. You can keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. If you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this discussion. Have a happy new year and look forward to seeing you again in 2022. Thanks so much. The popular buzzword we've been seeing everywhere is AI. But what we all want to know is how we can implement and use it to our advantage. When it comes to improving margins, accelerating cash flow, and optimizing staff performance, there's a one-stop shop using cloud-based predictive analytics. MGMA Analytics is your AI-enabled tool that upscales technology you've already been paying for, so you can silo your disparate systems and make data-backed business decisions. Visit mgma.com analytics and see how AI can revolutionize your finances and operations. Again, visit mgma.com analytics today.